Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 151 of We The Gamer Cast. It comes to you every Monday on iTunes and Google Play and mother-loving YouTube. Every Monday, I already said that. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here and for listening and rating us on iTunes and all that stuff. Thumbs up on the video. Uh, quick shout out to Mr. Precision. If you're back, welcome. I'm glad you found the show, man. Thanks for the shout out. And if you're new, just like Mr. Precision, here's the deal. Every week I have a sweet hangs with strangers from the internet and we talk about video games and a whole bunch of other stuff. And if you want to be part of the show, it's very easy. Just tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. We're back guys. We're back to the proper show. It's time to get back to just getting to know one another on the internet. We had a whole week and a bit of, uh, of E3 predictions. And I got to say, I'm killing it so far. And that game was so much fun. I want to thank everybody for joining us last week. And thank you to all the people who discovered the show. Um, this is a little different. It's not usually uh, like that. That's that's kind of a nice little like step aside and stretch a different creative muscles when it comes to this podcast. Today is a really great classic example of what to expect from We the Gamer Cast. We've got Katie Birdo. I'll get get to her in a second. I am I am about to leave on vacation, so I'm actually going to be recording uh, this week's and next week's the little intro right now. So I got to be really quickly because Lincoln is asleep. That's why I kind of have to do the little like the intro weird. But guys, I'm way ahead of myself. This is all possible thanks to all of our amazing Majin patrons over at patreon.com slash make us better like Corey Hicks and Mr. Moody. There are platinum executive producers. Corey's at twitch.tv slash chicks underscore 18. Go subscribe. And also subscribe to Mr. Mark Moody's glorious reviews, movie review show, youtube.com slash Mr. Moody reviews. Our gold executive producers, the guys from Quest for Pixels, Tony Baker, and Sheldon Benedict. I didn't flip the order there. And our gentlemen executive producers, Dude427, Martini Jean, Aaron Doherty, David Ray, Jesse Armstrong, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Nick Militia, and Tim Alf. Guys, thank you so much. I'm also expecting neighbor Matt to show up like any second. God, I'm really like slamming this in here. Guys, I'm sorry for, for rushing, but let's get into it. This is a great chat with uh, the wife of Chris Birdo. We've got Katie Birdo, follower on Twitter, at Rubber Llama, one of the best handles I've heard in a long time. Great chat coming right at you. Here she is, Katie Birdo. She um, hardly got her first teeth when she was four months old, and Julia is now four months old, but um, she started getting her teeth around three weeks old. Yeah. And her doctor was like, this is the earliest I've ever seen no teeth kidding. in a baby. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that like, the almost, it's, it's nice that they make you feel special in that way, but also like when you look, when you talk to doctors and like professionals and that, they're taking care of very important things in your life, you almost don't want to be that, I've never seen this before. Yeah. That's weird. It's like, oh, cool. Thanks. I would really like you to have like a hundred years of experience dealing with all these things that are super important in my life right now. Yeah. That would be really great. Um, Katie, I kind of wanted to go all the way back to the beginning, if that's okay. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about Chris, only because that's sort of like the the connected tissue here. Yeah. I want to make it all about Chris. Chris gets his own. (laughs) He's doing his his streaming and everything. He gets enough of of his attention. But I did want to know, because you guys... I think you come from different places in the United States. Chris is from Rhode Island, but I'm not sure where you're from and then kind of where your where your roads kind of path, where, you, where your cr- paths cross. Good God, I can't believe I even do this every <laughs> single week. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm actually, I'm born and raised in Naples, Florida. Oh, okay. So I never, my mom moved us away once when I was in third grade because she wanted my sister and I to experience all the seasons. So we moved to New <laughs> Hampshire. Oh, wow. And then the first day of school, when I got there, because we moved in like the middle of the school year, it snowed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, this accomplished. is so cool. But we also had like the mildest winter in a hundred years. So right. that following year, my mom moved us back. She was like, okay, you That's guys saw that. it. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> So yeah. that's amazing that she wanted to like kind of uproot your whole family. Was it just your mom or was your dad around? Like, was that a family decision? Like, what was that? What was that like? Well, my mom was born and raised in upstate New York. Okay. And when, and she hated it. She did not she oh, just wow. want to be up there. And then when she graduated, she like um, doubled her courses in high school, graduated early. And then she moved down to Florida where her mom was. Mm-hmm. And my mom said she drove over this bridge, which is, known down here when you go into Fort Myers Beach 
And she said that was it, and that's where she stayed. So <laughs> that would be amazing. That's like a dream. I have so much like admiration for people who are able to to just move. Period. Yeah. Uh, like I, because I I live like twenty minutes away from where I grew up in my parents' house, and like they haven't moved since we were like the, since they had four kids, and when the third one was on the way, then they're like, we need a bigger place, and they've been in that house ever since. And so like we are not like a nomadic type of family. <laughs> so yeah, I, like, I got nervous about that too because. Yeah. I'm huge on family and I have such an extended family that even yeah. Chris gets confused. Like, who is this again? Because I have so many siblings. I have such crazy branches and I've grew up in that. So I never mm -hmm. wanted to leave that. And um, there was an issue with Chris's work um, last year where we thought we were going to have to uproot and move to like Kansas City or something. And I was oh, like, wow. what the And I don't know anybody and I was pregnant and I was like now this baby's not gonna know anybody and it was it was hard But thank God like we didn't have to move or anything. But yeah, I'm not I like where I am Yeah, yeah, so because yeah. I've seen um, Chris do extra life and like the, the stream is going there's like a hundred people in the room Is that all your family or or does have a lot of his family have they come down as well? Um, I thought no, he had like cousins and stuff too here yeah, he does. Um, he has um, his cousin here named Danny, who he's like super close with. And they were the mm -hmm. ones that were kind of doing like the black tie gaming thing for a while. Right. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Danny, he's really cool. Um, but everyone that was here for Extra Life, those were just Chris's friends. And they're the friends that Chris went to like elementary school with. How are they? Why were they there? Like, that's incredible. This is where Chris grew up. Like, he was born in Rhode Island, but he moved down here. So he started school and everything here. And I, I like, I guess we're all nomads because we don't want to, like, you know, leave. And they're all of his friends from, like, high school, elementary school. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking and of... And now they all have kids. So it's, like, the next generation. Yeah, you're generation. You guys are rooted, yeah. for sure. You know, and speaking of experiencing all types of weather, it's funny that you guys are still there because... What what month was it? You're going on almost a year since the hurricane. Irma? That was in September. Oh, that was, well, yeah. Coming up, I guess we're coming up around. So, yeah. I mean, it does it seem like forever ago or does it seem like just yesterday for you guys? Because, like, you look around the house and everything, just, you guys just keep going on as if nothing happened. But that was kind of massive. <laughs> yeah, no, it was huge. And I was freaking out, um, partially because... Like, I've lived here my whole life, so I went through, like, Hurricane Charlie, and, like, we lost our entire pool cage, and, I mean, I've pool gone... Cage? What yeah, the is that? Like, the, the, you don't know what a pool cage is? I'm in Canada. We live in igloos. <laughs> okay. In the state of Florida, you have to have a fence or, like, a screened-in, like, lanai kind of thing um, around your pool in the state of Florida because alligators, you know, all that stuff will, like, because come into your pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome when chelsea and i got married in florida and um she as part of my our wedding present she got me a day at space camp at nasa so we went out oh to, my god i've been there that's like my favorite place on earth i am such like a cosmic lover it's ridiculous yes, are you really <laughs> yes oh my gosh yes i listen to like nasa cast and like NASA all these cast. Like, I need to write yeah. this down. <laughs> and there's like an astronomy one um but they like talk about, you know, like dark matter. And then there's um, there's like a couple from NASA. And then there's another one where they talk where they actually like talk to like engineers and stuff who are like building the rocket that's going to Mars and yes. stuff. And I just love all that stuff. So um, I we went to the fir for the first time. Like I've lived in Florida my whole life and I've never been there mm -hmm. um, except two years ago. I went for the first time and I was pregnant and it was raining, but I just, I had a smile from like here to here. Like it was the coolest thing ever. And then we went back again when Harley was, I think like a month old and we saw like the live rocket launch, which was oh really, really gosh. cool. What does yeah. that like feel like? Cause like the look of it is incredible, but like you're, I mean, you're it's, far away, but like. Yeah, you're so far away, but you hear like that boom and you feel like it like just go and you just get goosebumps, oh you know, going up your spine. It's so cool. <laughs> I remember like kind of growing up, I was always pretty fascinated with space and the planets and like all the dioramas and everything, the little balls kind of flying around and stuff. But like, I, I couldn't understand why when you saw like the old people kind of get emotional about the moon mm -hmm. landing and stuff, I was like, that's weird. That's kind of strange. But like, honestly, like I get to that point now where I see all the stuff that's happening with like SpaceX and the, all the testing that they're doing where they fly the rocket up and then they land it. I'm like, yeah, that was so cool. They just watched one last night. 
Um, it's the first um, robot one that's going to Mars to like test the landscape and stuff, and that just launched last night or early this morning. I don't remember, but. And did you know yeah. that that was coming? Because like I don't know, maybe I'm just one step far too far away <laughs> from like being really into NASA and space. Because I like I, I listen to like I follow NASA on Twitter and I listen mm-hmm. to uh, what the hell is it called? Spa- I'm totally blanking. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Space Talk. Yes, is that what it's no. called? That doesn't sound right. Anyway, people know what I'm talking. I about. know what I know which one you're talking about. And though. like just to <laughs> prove it for people who are like, yeah, sure, you listen to that. Like, and now I get to see all the different podcasts that are on my thing. And Discord, you stupid notifications that keep <laughs> popping up. Okay, Star Talk. Good lord, I'm a little behind though. Star Talk. I got a couple there back backlog. Well, yeah, when Netflix, um, when he had his um, the Cosmos. Cosmos. He, like, oh I, my god! I made Chris watch that with me. <laughs> Was he? Is he not as much into this? He's in. He like he like thinks it's fascinating and really cool. But and actually, it's really weird because when I was growing up, like I always wanted to be an astronaut. Like yeah. I, that was just what I wanted to be. Yeah, and he too. actually wanted to be like one of the techies, like at command control. Like that's oh, wow. what he wanted to do when he was little. So I was like, oh, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, he likes NASA and all that stuff, and mm. we have such a good time when we go there. Oh, how come you guys need to go more? And I and I say I know, that with, and it's like, only like three hours away, so it's not even like that bad. <laughs> I get it. I won't. I'm gonna like back that off a little bit because we have like incredible mountains that are two and a half hours away, and everybody's like, "How would you not just like go there every single weekend?" And you just don't. Like I don't know. Some yeah. things that are like 45 minutes or more away. You just kind of like they might as well be 45 hours away. You just yeah. You just don't really don't really do that sort of thing. The funny thing about like uh, wanting to be an astronaut as a kid. I wish somebody would have told me back in the day that, like, maybe you should start studying, like, now. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the other kids are doing their multiplication tables. Maybe try calculus for a second. Yeah. Or some like, physics, you know. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, do, like, 50 push-ups a day because you also you have to be, like, super smart, super fit, yeah. like, the top 1% of human beings, I mm-hmm. mean, which makes sense. But one day they're going to just send up everybody up into space. Just for I know. I just told I told Chris, I was like, you know, if they came to our door and was like, hey, we want you to be one of the first families on Mars, yep. I'd be like, we're going. On Mars, really? <laughs> yeah. I would be like, we're going. Bye. <laughs> so that's hilarious. I wanted to <laughs> somehow in my mind, this this is going to make sense um, because it seems like you've got a little like excitement for danger. And Chris, actually, when he was on my show, he talked to me about his incredible experience. I wanted to know back to where your paths crossed. I can't remember. I feel like that story came before he met you, but I'm not sure. Were you guys together when he was when he was in the army or where did that happen? No, uh-uh. which is probably a good thing because like I always told myself growing up, like I the military life, like because I had a bunch of friends that were engaged to people in like the Marines and the army. And I was like, that is not for me. Like, I can't right. deal with deployments. I'm I'm not. Chris will probably laugh when he hears this, but like, I don't really like affection that much. Like I don't like being touched all the time or like hugged on and stuff. Um, But he does. Yeah, but he does. That's like actually his love language is like to be touched. And I'm like, oh, because he like wants to cuddle and I'm just like hot and like just get off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love him to Chris death. and I, I have that in common death, but... and you have yeah. that in common with Chelsea. Just no, just maybe like a foot tickle and that's it. Yeah. Like here, just hug me for like five minutes and then I'm too hot. And you just got to get off. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> so then like. <laughs> After he had, so how far after he was, oh, right. how long after um, he was done with that did, did you come into the picture? Um, or he come into your picture, I should it was, say. I feel like it was, it was quite a while yeah. because, um, he was getting, like, when he was getting out of the army, he was going through a divorce as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as well and then as I you, know, is that what you mean? Yeah, oh, like at the same me. time, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, before me, yeah. I, I, he was getting um, out of the army and getting out of a marriage, I understand. Right, yeah. Um, and it was so weird because I actually met him on a dating website. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, I guess it's so normal now, but I just never really was one for those things. Right. But I was in a relationship and um, 
I found out that my ex was cheating on me on this dating website. Oh, wow. And I, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to make a profile out of spite. Mm-hmm. Like, I left him. I left out of spite because this is, like, the one where, like, you can see who's viewed your profile. And I, I, I saw when he looked at my profile and I knew, like, ha, like, I had, you know, somehow avenged myself. And I was going through, like, I got, and I, I got so many messages that it was honestly overwhelming. So I'm at work, like, going through them with my friend. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember my, like, headline or something was something stupid. And it was like, ooh, let's make out and talk <laughs> about the universe or something. And then, <laughs> That's awesome. and then yeah. And, no I wonder you're getting just, flooded with messages. Who I would know, love so- that? So I just like I just made it like just, you know, like I said, out of spite. I didn't really put any thought into it. I just wanted him to see it. And I remember I was getting messages like this one guy was like, if you were a vegetable, you'd be a cucumber, you know, like and and I was like, oh, my God. So I was like going through with my friend and we were like laughing, which was probably like, sorry for those guys. But we were laughing. Of course you were. And then Chris's came around and he made a joke. He may, <laughs> and you know how Chris jokes, they're really like, you know, vulgar. And I don't remember what it was, but it was something about Uranus, like nice. the planet Uranus. And I don't know why, but it just, it made me laugh. And I was like, okay, that was a good one. And, <laughs> from, and like from there, like we started talking and texting. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's yeah. Exactly, that's and I'm exactly like, what God, I wish. I wish I would like I wish I would have remembered like what exactly mm-hmm. he said but it was just oh my god I remember I was laughing so hard I'm like I got to talk to this person that was mm-hmm. hilarious <laughs> Oh that is a good one good on you Chris well cuz I wanted to <laughs> god I'm actually like kind of crying at that one that was really good <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to um I- I'm happy to have a chance to chat with you because since I met Chris since he was on the show he spoke so incredibly highly of you in in a, in <laughs> In ways that, like, almost, like, you had, like, saved him. And, like, I don't know if you got that sense, but, like, you could sort of, like, corrected his path or just showed him a new light. I don't know. Like, was that – was there was there a magic on your side as well? He spoke very highly of you. Like, what was the what was the spark for you? Um, The spark for me was that, like, we – it was one of those things where we just clicked. And it yeah. just instantly felt comfortable and it instantly felt right – And like, he was always surprising me with things like coming to my work, like after like I texted him that night and said like I had a bad night or whatever, he would like show up at my job um, with like M&Ms and like he would just do like really sweet things like that. And I wasn't used to that because clearly like my ex like was out there, you know, playing me. Mm -hmm. So I, I wasn't I wasn't used to it. So I was at first kind of like taken aback a little bit Mm -hmm. because I was like hey I met this guy online first of all like we've hung out a couple times and like I don't know where this is going like I wasn't honestly looking for anything of course that's the best way yeah because like I just got out of a relationship that I was in for like two years and I was like hey I'm not really looking for anything I just want to like have fun and one of the things that had I remember had bothered Chris a little bit in the beginning was like our age difference but once we were hanging out and stuff, he was What's like... What's the difference? Six years. <laughs> but who's older? Chris is older. Oh, okay. So, but for him, he was like, oh my gosh, like you're the same age as my younger brother. <laughs> you know, but I was like, well, you know, whatever, just hang out with me. And yeah. he hung out with me and he was like, this isn't as, I don't know why it even bothered me. And I was like, I don't know. Everyone just has their things. Mm-hmm. But I remember his mom had told me that too. She was like you know, you have, you saved my son, like, and this isn't that. And I guess like, you know, when you come out of situations that he was in and I, he's opened up and told me some stories, but like, I've never asked about his time over in Iraq fighting and stuff because I know what it's like to like bring up wounds and I, you know, but the stuff that he has like voluntarily told me and stuff like brings tears to my eyes. So I guess when you come back from something like that, you end up with PTSD and rage and things that just, you know, really bother you. And I guess like from what he's told me numerous times and like his friends and stuff, because he had like isolated himself and he didn't even talk to his friends. And then I came along and I guess brought him out of that shell that he built around yeah. himself. Yeah. And then all of his friends were like, Oh my gosh, like Katie brought, you know, Berto back to us. And, mm-hmm. um, his mom was like, I haven't seen him so happy in my entire life oh. and blah, blah, blah. So it, 
it just I don't know like I didn't do anything different like I well, wasn't was, like you know but. yeah that was gonna be my question was like it's not like because some, some people really enjoy like saving people like they, they yes. see like this like this victim kind of complex or whatever and they want to like go save that person and it says a lot about the other that that couple but like it sounds like you just you guys just clicked anyways like it didn't matter yeah, what had happened it, it before didn't and then, bother me and yeah and I remember one of the first times um like I that I spent the night at his apartment or whatever we got up and we went to yeah. go to Dun- Dunkin' Donuts and they didn't have ketchup and it's like okay you have ketchup at home we're eating at there it's not a big deal but he like that just triggered him for whatever reason and he went into like a full-blown rage and I, I was just sitting there like what the hell is going on but then like I don't know I just started like rubbing his back like and I'm like hey it's okay like there's ketchup at home like you know stuff happens like and I was yeah. just talking to him because I was nervous for him and he was like after like he had called out over he's like thank you I don't even know why that happens sometimes but with it's weird because that there's like that time and like one other time but he's never like angry or yeah. anything like that around me or the kids or anybody anymore and they're all still like oh my god is this the same like <laughs> Birdo and blah, blah, blah. So you still call him Birdo? No, but that's what his friends call him. Yeah. So I just kind of reference to him when I'm talking about them. <laughs> yeah, I, I dated a girl a long, long time ago. She called me Capri and I just thought that was kind of, I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. So when did you know, like, did you always want kids? Is that kind of like why you wanted to like that no. just kind of happened? Yeah, uh, that was a big whoops. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. We had been like, I guess, official, you could say, for two months when I found out I was pregnant. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for two months. And I found out I was pregnant. And it was weird for me because I have something that's called PCOS. Yep. So I was always told that it's going to be extremely hard for me to get pregnant. You know, I have to stay on birth control, like to regulate my hormones and blah, 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 blah. And I was on the same pill I was on since I was 16, and I somehow still got freaking pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you just really beat the odds. Yeah, I know. Um, but Chris didn't want military kids military training. Yeah, he didn't want kids at all. He he had told me, like, when we were talking, that that's something that he just does not want. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, and, me too. And I was like, you know what? That's fine, because I don't even know if I can have them, and I don't want to put myself through, like, heartache if I can't. So, cool, whatever. That's a very interesting take on that, actually. Just like, because I, when, because Chelsea was very similar in that, like with PCOS and everything. And, and there is kind of two paths that you can take of either going, this is what has been given to me. These are the cards that are dealt. Or there, if you want to take a religious take on that, then there's that too. Mm-hmm. But there's also the, no, I want this and I'm going to go through hell or whatever to make sure that it happens. And like, all power to anybody who takes whichever path, honestly. But yeah. I, I've, usually like because i'm surrounded by so many people who just are trying to build their families like they're gonna Mm -hmm. do whatever it possibly uh, whatever it takes to make that happen and i haven't heard somebody say that yet actually especially from from the mom's side actually i think for the dads it's a little easier to go like well you win some you lose some yeah but for for a lot of women who are dead set on having kids from like a younger age and Mm -hmm. having news or a diagnosis like a like i guess is it a diagnosis i guess yeah yeah, so, you have to be yeah, diagnosed just, with it. So, so yeah, that's an interesting. It's an inter- interesting take, but similar to how you guys ended up meeting, it was mm-hmm. like I wasn't really looking for it. So here yeah. comes the baby. Yeah, I know. So I was like, oh man, I was, whew, I was so nervous. Like mm-hmm. I was like, great, he's gonna leave me, and now I'm gonna raise this baby by myself because I don't believe in abortion. And if yeah. I'm gonna carry the baby, I'm gonna take care of it myself. I'm not gonna give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'm gonna tell him and. He freaked out, but he was like, we can do this, right? And I was like, we can do this. We can. I don't know how, but we are going to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. How soon did you tell him? Like, were you like pretty early oh, on? And you're like, this he, is this is a real thing. We were actually at the Marvel movie marathon for the Avengers. And it was the, a 27-hour like movie premiere. So you were mm-hmm. watching all the Marvel movies in order. And I was so excited and we get there and I'm so tired. And I'm yep. like, why am I so freaking tired? Like, so I slept through Thor. I'm like, you know, if anyone, if there's anyone that I can sleep through, it'll be Thor. And it was like I'm at one you. in the morning. So I'm like, perfect. I'm going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a sushi place outside like the movie theater. And I kept making Chris before they closed, like after every movie, going and get me sushi. 
And it was weird because like I like sushi, but I've never like had a craving like that before. Yeah. And so we get through the movie marathon and then the next day we go to Universal to Harry to the Harry Potter world because I'm also like a huge Potterhead and I love Harry Potter. Potterhead, I've never and, heard that before. Yeah. And um <laughs> We're going on roller coasters that I've been on hundreds of times and I'm getting so sick and nauseous and I'm like, what the is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And then later that night, we um, went to uh, like a Friday's or something like that, some kind of like just chain restaurant. And I'm looking around and like, I swear, like everything went to slow motion and I noticed every kid like yelling or making noise at all the tables around me. And then I pulled up my phone and it was like, oh, you're like nine days late. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I kind of looked at Chris. It's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's fine. And I was like, and I'm looking around and through like the windows of the restaurant, I see Target. And I'm like, all right, we're going to go to Target after this. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I need to buy a pregnancy test. (gasps) He was like, what? And I was like, I'm late. (laughs) And also, when you have PCOS, it's so common to like be irregular and and miss. So yeah. my brain's like, I don't understand. Like, I'm on the pill. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing to prevent it. And yet, what is going on? So we go. I drink, like, tons of water. Because I'm like, I got to take this thing, like, when I get there. Mm-hmm. And we go in there. And Chris is like, do you want to wait till we get back? And I'm standing in line. I'm like, just open the box and give it to me. I'm going to go pee while you pay for this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I go into the bathroom. And I'm, like, fr- I'm sweating. I'm freaking out. And I and then, bam, it's positive. And yeah. I just started bawling like Aww. in the bathroom because like, I mean, I, I was, let's see, I got pregnant when I was 23, no, 24. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I, you know, I just entered my twenties and I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And I didn't know that there was a manager in the next stall over. And next mm. thing you know, I have like three employees like knocking on my stall, like asking if I'm okay. And I was yeah. like, and then Chris is texting me, uh, what's going on? All these people are going to the bathroom because he was waiting outside. And I was like, just give me a minute. Like, I just need a minute. And then I walked out and I was like, it's positive. And he was like, okay, well, we'll just, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll just, you know, get it taken care of, you know, whatever. Mm. And Good I move, had it. Chris. That's yeah, what you I know. Say. That's what like, you say. No, okay, well, let's just get back to the hotel room. Like, we'll we'll figure it out. You know, we'll talk, whatever. And I remember getting to the hotel room, and I remember because I am I am very religious, but I remember praying that night, like to God for a sign. Like, what do I do? Like, I need I need something. Like, I need you to show me something. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, that night I had a dream that I was at a swing set and I was pushing a kid Amazing. on the swing. A, a, a uh, brown curly haired blue eyed girl no and I, and I called her harley <gasps> and i oh, woke that up, gives me chills yeah i woke up that morning and i said i'm keeping it those are the first words i said to him <laughs> and then i went and took a shower and i was like hey when i get out of the shower <laughs> he's either gonna be there or he's not so oh we'll figure it out and he was there and sure enough now i have a two-year-old blue-eyed brown curly haired girl mm-hmm. and her name is harley and she's talking. Oh my gosh, she's talk. She's so sassy. Like I don't know where the sass came from. I blame. Oh, Chris. get I, out of here! You don't know where the sass came from. I think we're half an hour in. I think everybody gets an understanding of, <laughs> of where the sass comes in. I want to rewind a little bit because one of the first things that I I noticed while you were kind of talking about uh, the realization and all the pieces kind of like coming together, which also reminds me of the end of Usual Suspects. So like you're looking at the billboard. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh, the kids. And then my phone goes off and it's like, Oh my God, Kobayashi. Um, you were like, you're tough. Like you are, you are, you are tough. You, you weren't feeling great. And you tough through the movies. You weren't feeling great. You went on the roller coasters <laughs> and then you're just eating all this, like you're eating the sushi and everything. Yeah. Like for me, Hi. Total wuss. Any one of those things, I'm like, I think I think I better go home. At the very <laughs> least, I'm gonna go buy a pair of sweatpants because like my pants won't feel. If I get I, my, my pants aren't feeling good, I'm just like, it's not a good time. Yeah. And so like you are maybe even more built for it than you even realize at the time. Like in that moment, you were like, you're toughing things out. And like that's that's mom. That's a mom. That's a, yeah. such a mom thing to do is just to be totally just 
and that's Chelsea. She, I, I always say to her, like, she doesn't have like the, the greatest pain tolerance. Like if you, if you give her a poke, she'll be like, mm-hmm. Ooh, that really hurt. But she can be more uncomfortable and deal with it than like anybody I've ever met. And I was just, yeah. so, if I'm like, like this, this seat is kind of like off and it's going to like throw my back out. Whereas yeah. like, she doesn't, doesn't matter for her. And I think that's, I, I get the same vibe from you that you just like, you just deal with it. And just yeah, I mean, forward. it is what it is and you just, you got to take it and this is what you got. So make mm-hmm. it work. So I wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about, I was actually about to put a call out. I felt like it was going to be a little too Maury-ish. Like, are you a person who likes video games and was also religious? Like, we want to talk to you. But like, honestly, and like, you even bring up space too. Like, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about your upbringing too, in terms of your faith. Like, where does, where does that come in? Is it from your family or did you discover it on your own? Or is it a new version that you've discovered along along the way? Because I, I think that that's probably closer to what has happened to me. But I wanted to talk a little bit about your path and, and religion mm-hmm. and, and now growing the family and everything like that. Um, I didn't have like the best childhood. Like my mom did her best. But like I said, my family tree is like really extended and really crazy. And mm-hmm. Um, is that because of like splits and divorces and things? Yeah, like splits, it makes... divorce, remarriage, more kids, yeah, yeah. like that that kind of thing. So I was the oldest girl, um, out of all my siblings. I'm and I have an older stepbrother that's older than me by like a few months, but um, I'm technically basically the oldest. So I guess like that's why. I have like that mom role because I always felt like I needed to protect like my siblings and like help bring them up to be like decent human beings. <laughs> right. Right. Because I saw like, you know, I, I, I had friends in school. Um, I'm not so much of an introvert, but, um, so I had, you know, uh, lots of friends in school that would always like come over and help and stuff like that. But I saw how crazy they were and stuff. And I was like, I can't let my siblings grow up like that. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through a lot of things growing up and um, my grandmother was always the one who was bringing me to church. Like she's, she's a saint and <laughs> she has so much patience and I was always like, I want to be like that. Like she's so patient. She's so nice. Like I loved going over there. And, um, and was she like so, preaching about that or were you learning from well, her? Like just, I was just learning led by like, example kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. And when I would I ask her something, she would be able to point it to me in the Bible and talk to me about it. Yeah. Or So I loved going to church with her on Sundays. And then it was always fun because after service, we would go get breakfast and it was like time to just hang out. And, you know, you don't have any worries. You don't have school. You know, you don't have anything going on. Um, you know, it's your it's the holy day. It's your day to just relax. Yeah. And rest. Remember that. Yeah. Um, And then I kind of fell away from it for a a little while, like going through middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. And then um, it just came back to me. And ever since then, like, I just haven't, you know, been able to let it go. And I thought it was a certain thing that sort of like brought you back or maybe the moving away from the things that take up your time from dedicating to faith. Yeah, I think it was easier like once I moved out of my mom's house because growing up, my mom loved her to death and she's actually a year sober. Um, but she was a, a raging alcoholic. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so bad. And she she wasn't like a nice drunk, like she was really mean. So she would like throw things. And that's another reason why I always sheltered like, you know, my siblings. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to, you know, stay focused on like God and and in the church and stuff when you're going through that because you know I was only like 11 12 13 in middle school and I'm dealing with that and like making sure my siblings have food on the table because my mom's passed out on the floor yeah so you're you're growing up well beyond your years yeah Mm -hmm. but like I said like during the day my mom was like perfect like she would help me with my homework and you know it was fine. It was just at night. That's just what she did. She mm-hmm. drank. And then it was like, we called it Tailgar. <laughs> what is so that? We were like, it's like, it's just this evil, like, being that, like, possessed my mom, I guess. Yeah. Was, that's what we called her. So we were like, listen, like, Tailgar is going to come out. Like, we need to, like, go, like, camp out Tailgar. in one room tonight or something. Yeah. I need to take a quick pause on the, on the, uh, the God <laughs> yeah. talk for a second. It sounds like you were a nerd back then. 
That sounds I like know, something real. I was. I loved Lord of the Rings back there then. And yep. I had like Aragorn's dragon ring on my finger and it was like yes. this bulky ring and I would I never took it off and my sisters like always made fun of me, but I just I loved him. I did. Katie, I have to tell you there it's there are there's a select few people who come on the show who like wear their geek flag so proudly like they just like I had my I don't even know the words you just said like I I like Lord of the Rings movies but I never read the I don't know the lore as deeply as some people do yeah and you're just, I have that up here like uh, yes I it's love this that big bulky ring with like dragons coming into like this emerald and it was like a fake like collector's thing that I begged my mom for when I got like the fan mail and I yeah. got like a and I could get like you know like the elf necklace and all From this where? stuff. It was like this booklet. It was like this website, and I begged my mom. It was like a hundred dollars, but I was like, "Mom, I have to have this ring." So for Christmas, she gave it to me one year, and I never took it off. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Okay, where did that like? Did you just have like a Lord of the Rings book laying around? Like I don't. I'm trying to understand like because for me my entire geek path was from my neighbor just going over to his house and he had all of the games and that was that was how I got into it but I'm trying to understand like where because we didn't have the internet you couldn't just like discover discoverability was is all yeah about who and i'm the only like nerdy one like that in my family so like and that's that's a deep <laughs> dive like that's that's, yeah. a, that's a right turn into into geek country yeah so where uh, where did that come from I remember um, when I was four, um, my mom got me a Sega Pico computer. Wow! And and it hooks up to it hooks up to your TV, and you would play like on the pad, and you would see it on like your old school TV. Mm-hmm. And it was my favorite thing in the entire world. And I was like, I need more of this. Like, mm-hmm. please, somebody get me more of this. This is so great. And I played that thing like nobody's business. And that's when I guess like that was like my first like game. Thing right. that like I ever played that I ever had and I, I absolutely loved it and then um the Game Boy came out um and so I had that with like the little light so you could see it at night of course, you know, yep. Same here. Night, yeah the magnifying yes. glass too yeah yeah and that's when I was introduced to Pokemon and I was like this is the shit right mm-hmm. here like <laughs> this is the coolest thing I've ever played in my life and I am like team Squirtle all the way there I will like I will fight Chris all the time. He's like, no Charmander. And I'm like, I will put out that flame. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I think I'm with you. I'm not a huge, I'm a huge into Pokemon, but I think squirrels. He's just so, he's a turtle. And I used to have a pet turtle. Same and, here. I, and I, his name was Alfred. And this was, was like, Yoshi. yeah, Alfred this, is amazing. That's yeah. awesome. And he was like not a normal turtle either. Like nobody understood like our relationship. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, I won him at the fair. I had to win five goldfish and I got to exchange the goldfish for a turtle. And Uh he was like the size of a dime. And when I got rid of him, he was bigger than my hand. Yeah. And he was a red eared yellow belly slider. And he would go grocery shopping with me. And like if I would go to like drive through, he would go with me and he would literally sit in my pocket and his like flippers like would like hang over my pocket. That's the cutest thing. Were you in Ninja Turtles too? Then, like, was that? No, uh, but I just, I I don't know. I just, I loved, I loved my turtle, and he would go everywhere with me, and he enjoyed it. So that is so. Like, I would put him in a hamster ball, and he would like go around like the room and stuff, so I could find him because I couldn't (laughs) find him if he did that. Mm -hmm. Chelsea used to have a turtle when I used when I actually probably when um. Chris was on the show. I bet the turtle was behind me. If I think about it, we used to have a little like she had a little cage or whatever. It was uh, been enough about me. Back to God. <laughs> now I understand kind of where the geekdom comes from. Um, I'm curious now. Was Chris similar when you guys met? Was he was was he also? Did he have a background with in faith or like? I actually don't know how you. I I need to ask him about that. Actually, I need to ask somebody who's mm-hmm. been in the, in the like. How do you how do you be in the army with with faith at your side like i don't know how you balance that or if those are actually as contradictory or as um well like chris had like a huge not a huge upbringing but he was raised raised up that way like his stepdad was a youth pastor um his brother now is some kind of a pastor at their church Mm -hmm. um his brother's also in the navy too um so he knows so much about the Bible and all this stuff, but I think him going over there and the stuff that he went through has really like 
dwindled his faith a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So, you know, but I always, I always pray about that too. I'm like, you know, I can't change anybody's heart. You know, only God can do that. So I always like pray for it. And he's been going to church more than he has in the past like seven years mm-hmm. now. And it's still only for like Father's Day and Mother's Day, right. um, Easter. But you know what? It's something. So. And that's sort of, you know. so you you kind of like mentioned like um, nobody can change his heart or I can't change his heart only God can right I'm curious as to like some of those like guiding principles like not necessarily like the commandments necessarily but like how does how does following the Bible shape your life um, now as a mother as well but like in your family or just your day to day life like how how much does it um, play a role in your day to day. Um, I think it plays a huge role in my day to day just because like I'm in constant conversation with God all day, every day. And I don't know how I could get by without it. Um, especially when you're dealing with a four month old and you're dealing with a crazy toddler who literally gets into everything Mm -hmm. with when, and I look away for one second and I'm like, Oh my God, stop, put that down, you know? Um, so I have like a lot of talks (laughs) during the, during the day, um, with him and stuff and like I said just just prayer and um I always like pray that the Lord will use me as like a vessel to other people. Yeah. Um my friend started coming to church with her kids um just by me like just talking about it because I never like force it onto anybody. But if someone asks me a question or wants to know about something, like I will tell you about it. You know? Yeah. And my mom, um after she got sober um, she's been going to church now too, which is something she didn't do, but she goes to church with me and I take the girls every Sunday to church as well. So mm-hmm. I just did something that, that, that's just a part of our household. Right. You know? and, yeah, man, this is, this is mm-hmm. fascinating to me because like I was born or like not born. Um, mm-hmm. I was, I was raised Catholic, baptized, confirmed, all that other stuff. And mm-hmm. then certain, at a certain point, like you just stop going to church every Sunday and then all of a sudden it's like Christmas and Easter. And then, yeah. And then like, I remember, um, I probably was in grade eight when I'm like, this is actually not like, I'm not being a good Catholic. I don't think Mm -hmm. by just doing Christmas and Easter, like I felt like it was, it's almost like pandering. It's almost just like checking a box. Like, okay, well I was there for the big days. Like it's not to me, it was more than, more than that and so my answer to that was to not go on those days like it seems kind of backwards but in my mind like it made more sense yeah and so like and now like in my day-to-day now it's more about for me i look at like the general like lessons i don't know like the the verses of the bible even though there was a good year and a half where i was reading it every single night like Mm -hmm. just to see if i could do it there's been there's actually probably three things this is this is ridiculous that these three things are gonna be in the same conversation uh where i just like let's see how long this can go for actually maybe four fourth is a podcasting Uh, (laughs) the first one was how long can i read the bible every night the second Mm -hmm. one was how long can i uh and that was for about a year and a half second one was how long can i go without mcdonald's and that was about two years third one was how long can i not drink for and that was two and a half years (laughs) and now this is so like i don't know every once in a while i kind of have these these thoughts of like just a bit of a challenge i guess now Mm -hmm. i'm be a parent for the rest of my life so, yeah. but I've never, I've never really felt like I've completely left the Catholic church, but I feel like mm-hmm. I'm probably in the same way that a lot of, I think Catholics are where you just, you're born with it, you're like, but you kind of just like walk away in a way from the, yeah. from more the dogma and the practice of it, but mm-hmm. the lessons are still in your heart. So I'm, that's why I wanted to kind of have a chat with with you or really like especially somebody who's like in it every single day because I find it fascinating yeah to me it's not about like being Baptist or um Presbyterian like it's it's nothing or Catholic you know it's just literally just about your relationship with him and that's it he just wants to know you he doesn't care if you're practicing like like I said Baptist or Southern Baptist or you know he just wants a relationship with you and so that's as easy as it is is you just sitting there and being like hey I need your help right now because my kids are driving me crazy and like I want to go like run to get all the alcohol because like they're just driving me nuts. <laughs> Thank you for this gift in, in my closet on the top shelf. Yeah, I really exactly. appreciate that. Um, so, okay. So I wanted to maybe tie in two bigger topics that we kind of discussed here, space and faith. Like how are those two allowed? Are you allowed to like, like be fascinated with space and still love God? Like how does that work for you? 
For me, um, like I tune out when people say like, oh, evolution, you know, we started from apes or, you know, whatever. Um, I just tune it out like it doesn't bother me. Like, okay, you're cool to believe that. I'll pray for you like tonight because that's not right It to me, you know. Um, I'm not here to... That the evolution isn't right? Yeah, like I'm okay. not the one to tell you like that. Like to me, what the Bible says is what happened. Right. And um, it, it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And to me, the heavens is all that's vast up there, yep. you know? And I feel like if there he did, you know, create, if there is life on other planets, I believe that he's the one who created it and that mm-hmm. they have the same God as that we do. Mm-hmm. That's just That's just how I you know, handle it and so, see it. So when aliens are found, it's not going to like totally destroy, <laughs> like you're not burning all the books and everything. Like it still kind of no. works, right? Yeah, because I know like the power of like deception and, you know, all that other stuff is mm-hmm. going to come first. And let me tell you, when that rapture happens, like I know where I'm going. So mm-hmm. you can have fun with <laughs> whatever alien being or whatever. Like I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in the meantime... I know that you're this is totally jumping ship here, but I, in the meantime, I know you're a little you're a little excited about a certain. We talked about dragons before. Another dragon's coming back. Yes! Oh my god! Chris just showed me like a picture <laughs> of like the what it looks like remastered versus another seed, and I had tears in my eyes. I was uh-huh. like, I can't stop looking at it. He's like, but I need my phone back, and I was like, but I can't stop looking at no, it. You gave it to me. Touch it. Yeah. Why? Why the obsession with with Spyro? What's so special? Because I I've been very vocal about like I think it's boring as hell. But I I'll power to I, you. I I don't. I just I. It was one of those like first games that I got for my PS One that was just mine, mm-hmm. and it was my gaming system, and I had Spyro, and I I don't I don't remember what year Spyro came out. Um, but I was young and. The game challenged me, obviously, when I was younger and not like, you know, right now it's easy for me to play through it, but it's just like the memories and I just love playing Spyro. It's just it's so great. Um, So I would like play levels with like my sisters and um, I don't know, like I just remember being really frustrated with it at times because I couldn't like do like the stupid like double glide, like triangle move where you like wow, float down. what like, a memory. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so like I remember just getting like so frustrated with that. But like I still have my PS1 and I still have all the Spyro games and mm-hmm. I'm actually, yeah, and I'm actually replaying them right now just getting me in the mood for <laughs> That's, well, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna be the same game. I know, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It's gonna be like so much better. <laughs> You're it's- amazing. <laughs> so do you get a chance to play much or like Chris, Chris is dominating all the systems all the time. How do you get a chance to like fit in your, your nerd time? Um, it depends like, because I, I am a stay at home mom and a lot of people think that like, Oh, I have all this time in the oh, world. Yeah. You're just gaming like, all the time then. Totally. Yeah. Like, no, I really, I'm lucky if I get like 10 minutes to myself. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I'll, um, geek out or whatever um when the girls if i can get both the girls to sleep at the same time like then i can go play if i have julia awake but harley's asleep then i'll like read um some comics or something um but every other night chris and i alternate putting um the girls to bed Mm -hmm. so when it's his night i'm in here playing whatever i want if it's pikmin on my ds or yes (laughs) yeah that's another game that hey, was like. Hey, Pikmin, are you playing on your 3DS? Is that what you're? Yeah. Uh huh. Pardon the Velcro, but it's literally like in my like it's right there. I got it. Like I know. I, I've, I've been playing a little Mario Golf lately, but I want to get back to Hey Pikmin for sure. Yeah. Um. I had the Pikmin on the uh, GameCube. That's when mm-hmm. I was introduced to Pikmin, and I just love them because they're little and they're cute, and they have little leaves and flowers on their heads. And <laughs> so space. Like, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And space. Um. So I love that game. And when I saw that it was coming for the DS, I was like, Chris, you have to get me this like right now. Like it's in stores. We're going right now. And he like came out with the Amiibo for me, too. And I was like, yeah, you love me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the thing that I love about you. Like it's it's I feel like it's more rare for you. Like you guys are like pretty much on the same page on the nerd. Like (laughs) maybe you're even maybe you got a little more nerd cred than Chris. (laughs) What would do you think so? Um. As far as, like, excitement and, like, the wanting to, like, do everything, like, every game, every comic, every whatever, I feel like I have that more. But as far as, like, the technicality of being a nerd, like, 
who's so-and-so of PlayStation or who, right. like, I don't, I couldn't even freaking tell you anything. He just tells me when it's something cool that, like, I need to know, <laughs> like, like Spyro, hey, look what's going to happen. And I was like, stop, don't tease me. And he's like, well, everyone's getting teased. And then it was finally like, That's a fan. this is happening. And I'm like, yeah. yay. So as far as, like, technicalities and stuff, um, he's probably more that and then i'm like the more like whoa this is so cool let's do this like i want all of these or i want to do this i feel like even the fact that you even like broke down okay let's look at like the channels of nerd (laughs) and like grade them on each of those i think that even gives you like more more cred than you're even giving yourself uh credit for yeah that's so (laughs) funny you know one of the things that i i do i'm trying to do better now is like did you have any questions for me? Did you like, you kind of came up out of nowhere to be honest with you. Like, Hey, I want to be on the show. I'm like, I cannot turn this down. Like, how did this, how did this happen? We were just driving um, home from Orlando and the past like few podcasts I've listened to whatever. I've just noticed that there's more like girl clientele, I guess like more girl guests recently. And I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to say, but I want to go on there. <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, and I'm glad you brought that up because that I want to yeah. push that to even more people. Honestly, like this is – and it's not it's not a slight against – the dudes have been on the show. But like every once in a while, you kind of – like I like to just mix it up a little bit. This has been yeah. a like, crazy, dynamic, awesome conversation. I'm so glad that, that you yeah, are Yeah, like on. there's other ways to be nerdy without, you know, talking about like a specific – thing you know like, yeah well automatically space? i don't know if, for, if it's for good for better or for worse there's something just that gets me a little more tickled when uh, a friend's wife comes on and talks about all the names and syllables in lord of the rings like it's just like that's different that it gets me a little excited so I yeah see, i'm not i'm not that crazy like um one of my friends in high school that's what all normal ooh, people say yeah love lord crazy. of the rings <laughs> and he could actually like speak and like he'd like taught himself like elvish oh elfish. wow yeah that's another level yeah and i was like yeah have fun with that like yeah. <laughs> i got enough things to worry about like i don't need to do that but there's the line it was really yeah. cool yeah. yeah you look at them you're wearing your ring with the emerald or whatever know, on the horns you're like, you like fucking please. nerd and my mom's like can you please take it off for like family pictures and i was like mom this is like a part of me like, who i am so <laughs> why don't on. you love me and now when i look back i'm like oh my god why didn't i just take that ring off for the picture what do you think like your kids could get into that like you'd be like just no not for the pictures like are you worried about anything like that I don't think so but I just know that my children like I hope that they're at least a little nerdier I'm not gonna know like what to do with them at a certain point um like I told Chris I'm like as soon as Harley's old enough like I'm sending her to space camp like I've always wanted to go to space camp and I never did so Harley's going and (laughs) I don't care if she wants or not mm-hmm. um no i'm just kidding no but i i really would like hope that she would want to do something like that because that's just so so cool and then chris and i always joke around i'm like i feel like we need to make them play like the older video games and stuff before like all this new era stuff so they'll appreciate the classics you know sure. that's a funny <laughs> well and it's funny because you're gonna have spyro remastered so then mm-hmm. like do you give the objectively worst one like no, going it's like to the, the old same one? game so right. i don't know i haven't decided yet but i still feel like i need her to appreciate the spiral that i you know knew and fell in love with and i remember i was i had, was playing the first one and then i switched it to the third one and i'm like wow these Huge. graphics are so much better mm-hmm. and chris is like it looks the exact same oh, the, to me. i think this is way better i think it's and like, I was like no, look at my gems now like look how like, nice and juicy this gem looks you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> come on chris yeah but i'm one of those people when i play spyro like if i go into a portal i have to 100% complete that level before i leave of or course. it drives me nuts yeah. So I have to get to every gem. I have to get every orb, dragon, talisman, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just, I, I just, I have to do that. And the other day, I could not find these last three gems. And even Chris is like, give me the controller. Let me find it. Oh, and I was like, I've already been there. You. I've already been there. He's like, there's no three gems here. And I'm like, they're there somewhere and I'm going to find them. <laughs> that's so funny. I love, I love picturing you guys playing on the couch together just like no no give me that controller back like i mean you're grown adults but like you're you know that's what that's like that's what kids do yeah. um i want to throw him like the best birthday parties ever true enough right <laughs> yeah that's the same with chelsea it's like and I my too. third man child like i love it <laughs> uh, that is so good i want to mm-hmm. finish on this um we touched on just a little bit what do you 
like what do you hope for your kids like this is a totally broad it can be outside of out of geekdom or whatever like what do you what do you hope for your family and for your kids as they grow up um honestly like i just i just want them to be happy like life is oh my gosh life is just so short to like wasted doing anything like if you and I want them to be fearless not careless or anything but I want them to to be fearless like if they I don't want them to be scared to like wander out of their comfort zone to try something to see if they'll like it you know as long as it's you know not drugs or anything like that but I want them like oh I don't know if I should take this job because it's going to move me here well why don't you just try and see what happens like I don't want them to feel like they have to like stick with one thing and that's just life, you know, like there's so much out there. There's so Mm. much to do. There's so much to see. And like, I hope that they just like when they go outside now, like right now they love being outside and they love like playing in the grass and she loves helping me like water my sunflowers and stuff. So it's like, I want them to stay like earthy and just like whole, like as long as possible. Like Chris and I always like laugh and we're like, we just never want Harley to lose her innocence. And let me just say, um, yesterday, star Wars day, Mm-hmm. Um, Harley has a lightsaber and she loves it. And she and Chris have battles all the time with them because he Amazing. has one too. And um, she's walking around the downstairs as I'm like prepping baby food for Julia. And she's going down, dragging, dragging it around saying, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> and I was like, am I hearing her right? And I like look and she's looking like so confused walking around with with it. And then I said, what did you say? She goes, mommy, shit. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, they're just so funny. But she was like so sweet. Like she's so sweet. But then she's also like so like rotten and it's like pulling my hair out. But um, I just never want them to lose that. Like they're little quirks. You know, I don't want everyone to say like, oh, you're a girl. You can't, you know, read comics like you're lame or, oh, you can't play this racing game better than me. Like, watch me. Like, I used to beat my brother and his friends in Mario Kart and all that stuff. Like, I would be like in first every single time. They'd be like, seriously, man, a girl's beating me. And it's like, boom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, your answer gave me like chills, actually. Like, (laughs) I just want them to be happy. That's like and then even beyond that is and I asked like not to put you on the spot, but it's like what are the things that we all should want for it? Like, yeah, no, it's like I, I'm taking I literally I'm just like I'm just trying to learn and trying to just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can pick the great things from from various parents and their styles and what like mm-hmm. your answer there. And that, that's something I'm just going to keep in my back pocket. That's a very yeah. like just a holistic, just a very just a, a grounded response. I just want them to be happy. Yeah. Bam. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I had a great time chatting with you today. Why don't you, uh, if you like, for people to um, contact you on Twitter and all that other stuff, this is generally where we tell them where to find you on Twitter and anything else you want to let them know about. Okay. Um. Well, you can find me. Uh, my Twitter name is at Rubber Llama. <laughs> and that's where you can find me. <laughs> Rubber Llama with two B's and two L's. Like yes. those words are actually spelled. I don't know why I always need to clarify. <laughs> you had a great time. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, no problem. Ooh, I think I'm going to have to have mrs birdo on again i think that i've had chris chris on a multiple times on this show and she's got to catch up chris man i mean I, I love hearing stories from you but that was a great chat with katie we definitely need more more of the wives on even the single ladies bring all the single ladies all the wives everybody just let's mix it up here a little bit i thought that was great thank you so much to katie uh for i i think she even said on the show i can't remember if it was on the conversation or afterwards whereas like uh she heard another show with with a with a lady and she's like why why wouldn't i be on the show yes so everybody let's talk to um let's talk to this. we should talk to adam leonard's wife actually i think is what we should do we should talk to you know I, I won't even name names because then it's just gonna get weird we're just gonna leave it with adam uh thank you guys for listening and remember uh, follow katie on twitter at rubber llama <laughs> it's two b's two l's and an m for the llama the music of course spyro uh you're the dragon acoustic fields on ocremix.org 
This music you're hearing right now is not from OC Remix. I don't even remember where I got it from. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Follow the website, We The Nerdy. Follow the show at We The GamerCast. Remember, I do If We Ran Nintendo tonight. Tonight is Monday live at YouTube.com slash We The Nerdy. It's with Jason Lacey, my new co-host. My new host with the most butter and toast. I do the Xbox drive with, with Dave Moore. That's uh, I drive to work. I talk about Xbox, so you guys should definitely check out those shows. If you like this show, those are totally different, except for the fact that I'm on both of them. And if you like all of this, please consider supporting us. A dollar or more over at patreon.com slash better. I really appreciate everybody who does it now, and we're coming up on one year of Make Us Better. We don't have anything concrete planned, but I've got some crazy ideas. So more on that, hopefully very, very soon. Probably by the end of the month. Honestly, the whole like E3 thing, we're all going to be working hard at that. And then maybe post E3, maybe we'll do a little bit of a celebration. Because it's time to celebrate. Guys, I am headed out of town. So next week, you're going to hear an intro and outro that is being recorded immediately after this. I don't know what I'm going to say. There's nothing current really to talk about. I guess I didn't really say too much about this week. But anyways, otherwise, wait, no. Thank you, Gary Gray, Adam Leonard, for drawing this stuff. Thank you, Antonio Guillen, for animating this stuff. And thank you for uh, to Dave Moore for hosting this stuff. Otherwise, this is episode 151 of We The Gamer Cast. Now in your ears and your eyeballs. Thank you again for listening and subscribing and rating. I'll see you guys next week. Except I'm going to be here right now. But it'll be next week for you. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah, Jason. 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 Jason! Jason! Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!